Welcome to Dr. Jeffrey Ross, Looking Good and Feeling Great podcast, live from Las Vegas, with his co-host, Daryl Craig Harris. Hi, this is Dr. Jeffrey Roth, your board-certified plastic surgeon in Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, we made it to season two. Can, who'd have thought it? I know. Who, who, who would have imagined <laughs> Well, you know, we're doing well, and it's fun. You've actually been super busy lately. Tell us what's been going on. It's uh, It's been a little bit busy lately, uh, it, and it's funny because we make a joke about this at the uh, office all the time. It's what bus kind of uh, lets out at your street corner uh, every so often. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, you never really know. You right? never really know, and uh, it's not quite the ER where you, you know really what's coming through the door next, right. so, so you actually you sort of have a schedule sometimes. Um, but uh, lately, uh, the bus that, uh, that let off, um, has been um, uh, labiaplasty uh, oh. a, a bus uh, came off, and then also uh, ear repair uh, surgery uh, lately, and then a lot of Botox and fillers because right. um, people are kind of emerging from their COVID uh, hibernation. Sure. And so it's a hair, nails, and Botox uh, <laughs> at, at this point. Yeah, and, um, like, and labiaplasty. It all makes sense. Yeah, so, right. So, yeah, it all works. So, yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah, so basically lately uh, we've been you know getting a little bit busier, busier uh, both in the uh, uh, OR as well as uh, uh, the injectables, uh, yeah. and the cool sculpting land, and so everybody is kind of really sort of getting back into the swing of things, much as we can. Right. Uh, less restrictions. The governor came out this week. I, I hope they hold, and I hope they continue to hold, and I hope Vegas yeah. gets back to being Vegas. Cause... Yeah, the governor of Nevada. Yeah, because we have we've had we've had well actually better than most as far as the restriction goes, but um, but things are sort of sort of getting back to normal, which is good. <laughs> yeah. So we we hope the trend continues, and by trend also uh, people not being in the uh, hospital and people not being in the ICU and and, and all of that. Uh, and so as that trend gets better, then our trend to kind of loosen up and and get back to uh, Vegas being the entertainment capital of the yeah. world. Is, as normal be as Vegas could be normal. As normal as Vegas can. Yeah, the quote-unquote normal. Yes, yeah. right. So. Um, so today we wanted as, to talk... As I sit in a room oh, with a picture of Hunter Thompson. So, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so today we actually want to talk about the subject of liposuction, a, a procedure that's been really popular. Um, and there's been developments and, and different things that have come along with that. So... Um, is that? I guess that would be a, one of the busier parts of your... Absolutely. Uh, and liposuction really lends itself to a few things. Uh, for example, we'll do uh, tummy tucks and liposuction. Um, we'll do other procedures, O and liposuction. And people really like that, even facelift neck lifts uh, and liposuction to get some of the, the fat away before contouring the muscle and skin. Uh, or when we talk about um, body contouring, uh, arms and legs, oftentimes we'll do liposuction. And then sometimes uh, knowing that the Will be extra skin there, especially in folks that have lost a lot of weight but still have fatty deposits. And so I think it's a good adjunct uh, to a lot of other um, uh, procedures. So uh, I think that's always kind of in the back of the mind is, is hey, this is a tool in my toolbox that I could uh, use. And, mm-hmm. and usually people tolerate it really well and they really like it. And especially in those folks that have, they have dieted and have exercised, but they just have that genetic fat that you can't get rid of. Uh, for example, in, uh, my dad and his love handles. Thanks, Dad, for the genetics. Uh, <laughs> I love your dad, by the way. A, yeah, so he's free to good home. <laughs> he's a good so, guy. So, uh, no, he's, he's, he's a good guy. I wouldn't trade him for anybody. Well, anyway, so, yeah, so, <laughs> no. Um, it's a tough room. Uh, but, to, but, yeah, so it, it, that... Genetics you can't you can't beat, and so uh, it's those sorts of things. And, and I've heard this a lot: is uh, you know now 
uh, I've had a couple of kids or I've hit menopause or et cetera, et cetera. And I'm seeing my mom's neck. Uh, right. I, I'm seeing, you know, the love handles in my neck. So, yeah. So we, we fight against fat uh, all we can. And uh, it's uh, mono and mono. And, and so we give it our, our best uh, shot. The other thing, too, is, is to be aggressive but safe. And right, um, sure. uh, we always go to a certified surgery center, uh, and uh, we have uh, proper anesthesia. And but but liposuction is very very interesting. The, the history of liposuction actually <clears throat> was is quite um, distant. It was a uh, first uh, French uh, surgeon. <clears throat> uh, started in the 20s uh, and then in the United States uh, it uh, became wow, in pop- the 20s in the popular surprising. Uh, popular uh, and then really the big thing is this thing called tumescent uh, liposuction and what that means is is basically is you have somebody that doesn't like how their love handles look okay fine and you say okay we're going to go ahead and take those down for you well you do this thing called tumescent technique and what that is is you put in uh, normal saline or lactate ringers which is the same stuff that you would put in somebody's IV you go to the operating mm-hmm. room right they put an IV in they hang um, normal saline or, or lactate ringers but you also put in um, uh, lidocaine, which cuts down on uh, pain, and epinephrine, which cuts down on bruising. Because in the uh, bad okay. old days, it was uh, people were really bruised. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you instill that first through our little incisions, or about a centimeter apiece. The other thing that's come along over the years is to put multiple small incisions uh, in so that you kind of cross-cut what you're doing. It's kind of like cutting the grass, grass at Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like cutting the grass at Dodger Stadium in that if you cross-cut it one way, it's smooth. But if you cross-cut it two ways, then it's a lot smoother. So same sort okay, of interesting. A, a, apply. Sure. Um, so so uh, we go ahead and we instill this tumescent solution and we wait a couple of minutes. And then you're able to go ahead and extract the fat along with the tumescent solution. It comes out much nicer. People are in less pain. People are less bruised. And that really was the aha moment uh, for liposuction. Uh, after that, uh, then you know, we go ahead and we contour things and we say, oh, that looks better, etc. And then um, the little holes, we go ahead and we put those back together again. And they're about, again, about a centimeter. And then folks afterwards, uh, they feel a little bit beat up. And, right. and they do have to wear the uh, compression garment, okay. which is kind of like a big Spanx or a big girdle. Mm-hmm. And in my hands, usually six weeks uh, around the clock. And then... Uh, four weeks after that halftime. Now, at week four, typically people, believe it or not, will downsize. Uh, they'll go ahead and get a lot of the swelling out, and they'll actually be able to downsize from a right, they're starting large to, to medium. To see the effects. Yeah, and, and yeah. so that's that's kind of fun, uh, kind of fun to see. And um, and then also folks that like uh, to go to the gym. They'll usually like wearing the compression garments for a while, uh, kind of like back in the 80s and 90s. Remember, we had the compression garments and, sure. and such. And uh, even nowadays, the ball players they'll, they'll wear you know uh, tights on the court and all that. Right. Um, so uh, they like that. And like my cops and my firemen, they come in for liposuction. Yes, real men, you know, get, get <laughs> yeah, because tough. actually that and that's become more Farm. popular with men. Right? It has. Yeah, ten percent of our population in the uh, uh, office is uh, men, and uh, which is about the national average. Uh, but for example, uh, the cops when they you know in the forties, fifties, they don't like the gun belt kind of digging in sure. a little bit. Yeah. And uh, the firefighters, they all just want to look like they stepped off the calendar, those guys. So uh, I know. It's funny. We always had that vision of them and the, the, oh, the guys without the shirts on. Unfortunately, they don't all look like They don't that. all look like that. No. <laughs> yeah. And they're and they're great. I might, yeah, the first responders, God bless them. I yeah, mean, they're, right. they're the guys that run into houses that are burning and about to collapse. Yeah. So those guys are running into people shooting at other people. I mean, yeah, God bless them. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So we uh, we've 
those guys usually and gals will also wear their compression garments uh, usually for about three months under oh, the, wow. under their okay. uniform right. uh, because those folks are always pushing or pulling or dragging or doing something. It's a very yeah, because you want to preserve what you what you did with the liposuction. Yes, right? as always, and and of course uh, we always go ahead and see uh, patients over and over again to make sure things look good, etc. And uh, so most people really tolerate it well, and they really like uh, what they see. And um, in the operating room, we talk about, yeah, we're running a lot of miles for this patient today. Uh, <laughs> in as much as we're able to go ahead and, and take away uh, that uh, fat, which yeah. again, most people have it dieted and exercised. It did everything right. And it's just, it's us against genetic fat. What would be the, what would be the average amount of pounds would, would that you would commonly that's, take away? That's a great question is um, a, a couple things is one is, is in an outpatient surgery center, the recommendation from the plastic surgery society, et cetera, et cetera, is no more than five liters. Oh, okay. okay. Which is a lot. Which is a yeah. lot. So yeah. So, so five liters, uh, it basically is about uh, 10 pounds. Okay. okay? So now uh, when you first do it, you don't get on a scale and 10 pounds is gone, right? Because sure. you're going to be swollen up, et cetera. And after any surgery, I usually tell the the husband uh, or boyfriend, uh, typically, I say, you know, take the scale and hide it in the garage for about a month, okay? Right, because the first thing they want oh, to do is jump well, on the scale. Of course. And, <laughs> of and, course. and especially the tummy tuck uh, folks is, is, you know, they'll go home again and say, wait, why am I about five pounds? Mm-hmm. We took off all, all this tissue. Um, so, yeah, so there's some some swelling. But, but getting back to the liposuction uh, thing is basically we're able to go ahead and give them a nice contour that otherwise they wouldn't have been able to make it themselves. Right. Even with all of the Jane Fonda and the, the side bends and all that kind yeah. of stuff, there comes a point where, yes, the genetic fat is just there and you're able to to make a difference into it um now we get questions all the time about that one of the uh, the questions is, is okay uh, how much can you take off which sure. we, we, uh, which we uh, we did about five liters um because and the reason why I do that is because they found that more than that you start getting funny fluid shifts, oh, uh, and so that, that's a pretty big shock to the body, I guess. Yeah, and, and some guys, some of the older guys back in the day, when they had, when they were doing hospitals, they would mm. do ten liters, and, and which was a lot. Right. And so that's where we kind of got that number from, and and so that was kind of the sweet spot was about five liters, and that's kind of the recommendation that that came out. Mm. Uh, but one of the questions that we get is, "Hey doc, I just had liposuction on whatever place. Can it come?" back uh, into that place, or is it going to go somewhere else, right? So what I tell folks is, is once we do the liposuction, I suck it out, it goes into the canister, and it's gone forever, right? But you can't take out every single fat cell, nor would you want to. Okay. Yeah. Because otherwise, you really look skeletonized, and, and that's where ruts came from, come from, and all that. So, mm-hmm. so basically, is uh, you still have some uh, fat cells still there. Now, if you go home and eat ho hos on the couch, you know, yes, <laughs> you're apt to. You know, it's got to be stored someplace, and right, sure. oftentimes it'll go back into the quote unquote genetic A fat, as I call it, because that's where genetics wants to put it. Now, sometimes uh, it'll put it into the genetic B fat. Well, instead of being in the love handles, mm, uh, all of a sudden it's winding up in the saddlebags, etc. So, so it can do that. The main thing is, is don't eat ho-hos on the couch uh, so much. One, but that really hasn't been a problem because most folks that come to us, thankfully for 
liposuction and body contouring uh, have made that commitment. And they, right. and they said, okay, you know, I'm spending resources, I'm spending time, I'm spending energy. And those folks now look better in a leotard, right? And so now they'll go to Zumba class or they'll go to kickboxing class or they'll go to spin class. And uh, those folks typically in a year after liposuction, they look terrific. Some of them are shredded. And so some of them, it's really the kind of stepping stone uh, to go ahead and really get themselves uh, back into gear and get themselves motivated, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, and we've been very impressed by, uh, thankfully, our patients coming back, and um, uh, they, look, they look great. What, what would be the most common areas? I mean, I guess we would be belly would obviously be one yeah, of them. Yeah, right? so abdomen and flanks, of course, uh, both a male and female. Uh, females, the saddlebags, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the inner thighs. Now, by the way, inner thigh gap is uh, not does not exist, okay? For all of you <laughs> folks that are on Instagram and, and, and picking on people or want the inner thigh gap, forget it, okay? Yeah. One. Two is inner, uh, a bit about inner thighs. Inner thighs are, are tough because every single person, especially females, has some rippling there. I mean, even the skinny, skinny uh, models that, that we get who yeah, are, because you know, there's, a, there's a genetic component that yeah, you can't they, they really were, find, were right? 6'2", and you would see them on runways, and da, 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 they all have it, okay? They all have it. So, and anything you see, again, on Instagram and that sort of stuff is usually um, uh, airbrushed one and two filtered or, or whatever it may be. So, having said that, is so you have to be careful in those kind of areas, because if you take too much fat, then some of the ripples and crinkles and, and such may look a little worse. Yeah, it's okay? not aesthetically pleasing. Right. Right. So there is some there's some artistic slash scientific balance there saying, okay, well, I can do I can go from, you know, from A to Q. Well, I can get you from A to F, because if I go further than that, it you may have a downside. That's mm. So to answer your question, yes, usually uh, abdomen. Uh, flanks. Women hate that little area where the bra is, the little bra fat area. Right. Hate it. Yeah. Uh, and so we've been doing more and more of that. Um, also, we've been doing a lot of uh, facial, uh, meaning neck, uh, liposuction uh, here. And mm. and folks with a double chin or triple chin or whatever that may be. Um, yeah, because that, most people don't typically think of that as an area for liposuction. Yes, right? it's a tool in your toolbox, uh, whether it is... Um, cool sculpting, whether it is liposuction, whether it is a, a formal face or neck lift, it's absolutely something uh, in the toolbox. And again, we're seeing more and more people come in because they're staring at themselves on Zoom all day. Right, uh, sure. And folks are, are saying, oh my gosh, you know, I hate X, Y, and Z. Uh, and they're coming in for that. Uh, another question that we often get with the liposuction is, okay, uh, doc, let's do it. You know, let's take five liters off, be aggressive as you can, da, 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 da. How's the skin going to look? Is the skin going to snap back? So typically the answer is yes. Now, that's why it's important to go, in my opinion, see a board-certified plastic surgeon because some folks have lousy skin. Uh, Some folks, smokers, the chronic steroid uh, people. Sun abuse. uh, Sun abuse, and especially here in Las Vegas, please. And I'm a product of the 80s, and it was all Hawaiian tropic, and and the... (laughs) Terrible, and the yeah, and the, the gr- tanning tanning beds. Oh, all okay, stuff. and and then the girls, um, the baby oil, and then the, I, I think we talked about that. The nurses were the worst because they would put the iodine in the baby oil, and we just it was yeah, we just cooked ourselves. Um, so. Having said that, it's just so those may be a little more at risk, but having said that, is usually you can go ahead and snap back. And that's another reason why we like the compression garments, because with the compression garment, you have the skin and then you have the muscle, right? You take out the fat and you want that skin to really adhere down uh, mm. to the muscle. So that's also if uh, to get the skin to, to heal down, but also that's why you 
put it on there so you don't get the lumpy and bumpies because you don't want any fluid uh, ah, okay. in there in there as well. So that you really want it to get sticky and you want it to scar in or you want it to scar in, and that usually really works well. Now there's been a few folks that. Uh, I've said, look, you're right on the line between a uh, tummy tuck and liposuction of the abdomen. Yeah. And we go back and forth for whatever reasons. Yeah, they- because there are different options. I mean, one, one of the things, actually, maybe we'll, we'll cover that a little bit, too, is the cool sculpting option, which you, you're um, sort of a master practice for that sure. procedure. But Sure. Um, so what what is the so the tummy tuck in particular what's the, what is the determining factors where the, what's great the best? question so and this happened a couple times last week you, you and in my office we weigh out uh, the pros and cons uh, of all of them right so for example the the gal that's uh, it's usually a gal. Uh, but it can be a guy too yeah. um, that are, is right on the line, right? So uh, lip, liposuction, uh, usually if it's a doc, I want to get rid of the contour thing. I want to get rid of the bulk thing. And then sure. we can kind of push them a little bit towards the uh, uh, the liposuction. And we can cut them down usually 50, 75% of what they are. Now, so that's, and that's fine. If they have extra skin or something like that, then eh, maybe better served with a, with a tummy tuck. Now, the, t- uh, the tummy tucks, Basically, for those folks that have lost a lot of weight, okay, and it's less of a fat issue and more of a my skin's hanging off of me issue, mm-hmm. of course. Also, this thing called diastasis recti, which means, big, I have to use some Latin, right? <laughs> okay. it's, it's required. Uh, right, so, right, right, yes, yeah, so, right, so, right, Latin. Um, <laughs> so, shout out to all the sisters out there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, anyhow, so, uh, none sisters. Anyways, uh, and yeah, and the, the priest too. We used to have a, actually in Philadelphia, uh, those guys, those guys would come in and, uh, they were really happy. It was, it was funny because they would be go through the cemetery, uh, cemetery and, right. uh, uh, seminary. Seminary. Yeah. Oh my God, thank you. We'll edit that out, right? So the sure. seminary and, um. So as I'm making priest jokes now, what's going on? So, uh, but I, I had this priest and a great guy, and he um, he actually had esophageal cancer, which is not funny. Uh, and we went ahead and reconstructed him, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Fine. And so the nurse comes in, and uh, I'm talking to him, and the nurse says, "Oh, Doctor Roth, do you want that uh, PRN, which stands for prorenata, which means as needed?" Okay. And so the priest ears, of course, pre- perked yeah, up because he, know, he, doesn't okay, he knows, he knows that. <laughs> And he looked funny. at me, and I said, it's prorenata. He says, yes, I know. He says, that is needed. And he says, do you guys still, do they still make you um, take Latin in medical school? I said, no, thank God. Uh, they don't have to do that. And uh, he was an older guy. And he says, yeah. He says, when we were in a seminary, he said it gave them some relief that another group of professional people were suffering along with them <laughs> through their Latin yeah. and such. But That's I said, funny. yeah, no such luck anymore, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But those terms still exist. In, in, oh, I mean, all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah no, all over it's, what you do, yeah, of it's, course. Yeah, and there's plenty of Greek and, and Latin and, and medicine and such. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so those are, those are some of those Things that mm. uh, uh, that we that we go through. So the cool sculpting in, in particular, because it kind of it kind of is. Goes oh, I'm sorry. So diastasis recti. Get back to that. Oh, that's sorry. My, that's uh, my fault. Got crazy with the Latin. <laughs> that's okay. So Latin nights, crazy Latin, Latin nights. So diastasis recti. So diastasis recti basically is if your rectus muscles, your six pack, have splayed apart, right? And so, like, especially uh, gals will go ahead and do sit ups, and they have this thing that keeps. 
that keeps bulging out. Right, they just can't get rid of can't it. Can't get rid yeah. of it. So that's typically the diastasis recti. Again, not your fault. You can blame your child, which is fine. Uh, that basically that basically separated things out. Mm-hmm. So for those folks that want the diastasis recti fixed, your six-pack back, that, again, pushes you a little bit more towards the tummy tuck because, um, because you can't get there, obviously, through a cannula with liposuction. But when you're there doing the tummy tuck, you have the opportunity to put those muscles back together again uh, and then you take off the extra skin, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And so that that really is, is Gets nice. them closer to the result they're really exactly. looking for. Yeah. And uh, here's the best part is, again, liposuction and tummy tucks go hand in hand, meaning oftentimes we'll do a tummy tuck and then we'll liposuction out the flanks. And that really looks nice because it brings it into one big unit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, again, a lot of Women especially don't like the bra fat, uh, and so they'll take that down too. So they get kind of the front side and the back side, and and folks really kind of like that whole uh, package when that's done. How important in plastic surgery, I mean, I would assume it's very important, is asking questions and asking the right questions to get to what they really want. Because sometimes they don't really want to admit to you initially right. what they're really trying to accomplish. Well, right? 100%. Like there's, yeah, there's there's a couple of guys you really can't lie to uh, is <laughs> uh, is uh, your, your priest and your surgeon, yeah, okay? Yeah. Husbands, <laughs> boyfriends, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> your mom, you know, okay, fine. Yeah. But those two guys really, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're not not so much. The to, to answer your question is, is we're taught in medical school that 70 to 80 percent of your diagnosis comes from the history. Mm-hmm. So you really have to, in my, I was taught and beaten into me, that you really have to uh, listen to the patient because mm-hmm. the patient will tell you the diagnosis most of the time. And they'll tell you why they're there most of the time. So you have to be a little bit of a detective too, right? Yes. Yeah. And actually, Sir Conan Doyle, uh, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who wrote Sherlock Holmes, he was a physician. And if you read those books, it reads exactly how a physician thinks, uh, because right. you have a list of possible diagnoses, and then you go ahead and you test uh, your hypothesis. Nope, can't be him. He has an alibi. Nope, can't be them. Nope, can't be. Yeah. Uh, and so then at the end, that's similar. the deductive reasoning. Yeah. And at the end, you find out what the diagnosis is, right? Um, so in medicine, somebody comes in, you know, weak and dizzy, uh-huh, right? So it could be a hundred things, mm-hmm. and so you do the CAT scans, you, you take the blood work. Do they have too much potassium? too much. And you, and you get down finally, finally to what it can be. And that's what your diagnosis is. Uh, with Sherlock Holmes, what uh, he would do is, is again, uh, go through all the clues. Then he would apply uh, hypotheses and keep weeding yeah. guys out until he found because a lady might come in the and murderer. She's like, I yes. want to look beautiful. I want to have a flat right. tummy, but maybe they're they're shy to actually tell you that. Right, but well, you really sure. need to. You want them to be happy with the end result. Right? Yes, and you try to extract as best you can. And and oftentimes people don't have the words uh, mm-hmm. to say what, uh, what they what they want. And that can be very difficult. I mean, oftentimes as well, I want my stomach smaller. I want, I want my saddlebags gone. Okay, that's pretty straightforward. When you talk about noses, noses are hard to describe because most yeah. folks come in and say, well, doc, I want a smaller nose. All right. What do you want a smaller yeah, what does that hip? Mean? Do you yeah. want a smaller width? Do you want a smaller... And even the junior um, plastic surgery residents, it's hard to kind of get them to to nail down exactly where you want to go. And that's important in plastic surgery because you want to know what the goal is. Sure. So, and then you want to apply your knowledge base and experience to, okay, how do we go from point A to point B? How do we go from this person sitting in my office who looks pretty good uh, and take them through this journey to where they're going to look better? And 
So, for example, is we had one gal, really, really nice gal, uh, wanted breast dogs, and she uh, came in, and, and she was an A cup, right, fine. And I said, well, what size do you want to be? And uh, she says, uh, I want to be B. I'm like, okay, we can go from A to B. Yeah. That's fine. Which is, Which is great. So, right. And then, yeah. right. And uh, and then I said, well, do you have a picture? You know, she says, oh, yeah, yeah, So, she shows me a picture of Coco. Yeah. Ice-T's wife. <laughs> it, was, it was like a, what, who double was, B at who least, was, right? Yeah, a G. Okay. Yeah. Who was like a B in the third grade picnic, maybe. Okay. <laughs> and so, we said, well, no. I said, well, you have to tell me what yeah. you want. And she says, oh, well, I really want a D, but I thought it was rude. I'm like, forget rude. You got to yeah. tell me. Okay. Yeah, because people, I mean, it's it's because people, I mean, some people are perfectly fine right. discussing those subjects, but some people are shy. Right. And so, and then yeah. some people say, doc, I don't know. I, I don't know what yeah. size I want to ask for. And that's okay, too, because then we say, well, let's talk about proportion. Let's talk about your hips and your shoulders, and we'll see where propor- what proportion is. And I, I talk people out of surgery a lot. Drives my office manager crazy, okay? And again, if I was, you know, in Beverly Hills, shout out to my Beverly Hills peeps, sorry. Um, it, some of them are great, and some of them really overdo it. And, yeah. Or it's and it's also not fair to. It's Beverly, a bit tricky, right? It's not fair to the Beverly yeah. Hills peeps too, uh, because people come in with crazy demands and, and yeah. they want every line out of their face, or they want gigantic this or none of that. Okay, so we'll give them a, a, a break. Um, otherwise, I'm going to get lots of calls. <laughs> Uh, but having said that, is is for me, I guess, in my practice, it's really uh, about finding proportion and mm-hmm. kind of getting into oh, how why are you doing this, how are you doing this, and and I talk to my patients, and again, my I have consultants come in and tell me how I'm running my business wrong, and they say, oh no, doc, you're spending too much time with your patients, you know, uh, yeah. you could be seven minutes and out. I'm like, ah, I well, can't, the I thing I actually really like about you because we've I've actually been there with some consults. Actually, my ex wife did a, we did a, a consult about the breast reduction with her. And what I liked about you is you actually take your time and you listen because some people are watching the clock and that and I I, I I how did you develop that way of operating for you personally? Well, everybody everybody's different and, and some of the guys that go in and they do the seven minute consult and out and they get great results uh, and they're really good surgeons and they're good guys and everything. I think I don't know if it's a style issue or. I don't know. I mean, it has uh, a lot to do with how you were trained, of course. Too, yes, right? how how I was trained, how you brought it. So, and for me, it's really all about is really is the why. What's your why, right? Mm-hmm. We hear about this in conversation. So, but why why is that patient? in okay and and oftentimes it's a big event uh it could be a wedding it could be a reunion yeah. it, it could be a divorce it could be you know whatever it is but yeah, why change of life why whatever. right why the, why they're coming in i've had folks come in we did an, an otoplasty which is an ear reshaping on uh, a gal that had ears sticking out from her head and, and she's she's in her 50s mm-hmm. and she says you know what doc the kids are finally in college they're finally on their own they're fi- it's finally me time that's great. And she's been waiting for this operation for 30 years. Yeah. I've had other folks that say, I should have done, after it's done, and blah, 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 says, I should have done this 20 years ago. I should have done this right after I had kids. I should have done. And I, lately, it came with the pandemic, and people are home, and, and the whole world's a little crazy right now. But we've had people come in that were in my office seven years ago, four years ago, and they said, I'm never going to have this much time again. Right. Uh, That's true. Yeah, recovery time. Right. And it says, now's the time to, for some reason in their universe at that particular time, it wasn't right. And I never force the issue. I never, I'm the high pressure sales guy or in my, in my office is not. And so I learned that a long time ago. And if, if somebody tells you, an elective surgery, if it's a gunshot wound, you got to go. But in elective surgery, you say, you know, Doc, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. You cancel the case. Right. So, because. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is, ultimately, you want 
happy customers, yeah, happy clients. Sure. Right. I mean, customers is a, is a funny word, but I guess clients is maybe even the better word. But. Right. So, yeah, no, and that's that, – there's nothing better uh, for a physician, uh, for somebody to be sent in by a family member or their peer group or their friends. Uh, and really, my mom was an OR nurse, uh, by somebody who works in the OR. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of – fortunate to get a lot of referrals from folks that work in the operating room and because they've seen them all they've seen all the sure. guys they know who is hands they know who don't it doesn't and for us we like to think that we really take care for me perioperative care taking care of the patient the whole way through from soup to nuts is important because i i like i say this to my patients all the time you know call it's okay to call i'd rather put out little fires than big fires right, i want sure. somebody says you know this doesn't look quite right so they come in we hit them with a little antibiotics they're fine boom or oh wait a note that's a suture that's trying to come out let's take it out now yeah. um because it is i mean uh, people you know plastic surgery they see this stuff on tv but it is surgery it's real surgery it's, it's, right it, you know it has its complications at times but, and, so yeah and and it's and surgeons on TV is is always great. I mean, I mean, I, I grew up on you know Doctor Kildare and Mash and yeah, you know Saint Elsewhere and all that sure. stuff. Um, but yeah, it, but it's not drive through surgery. Uh, you know, you, you don't go through and get it done. Because I've had people says, "Oh yeah, well, geez, you know, I'm getting my operation Friday. I'll be good for work on Monday, right?" No. Okay. Yeah, and, and actually, so. and then the the, ter- the subject of going back to liposuction, like there is, I mean, there is definitely a recovery process. Though. Yeah. Now, liposuction, depending on how much you do and everything else, uh, you'll be beat up. But most folks are are back in a, in a week, you know, mm-hmm. and most folks are you know functional in three days of uh, after any operation kind of stinks, right? right so sure. any operation, pick one, and you know, it's three days always kind of <laughs> But usually. Uh, folks, um, you know, my um, uh, my cocktail uh, waitresses and stuff like that, if they get their lipo and stuff like that, most of them are, are, are back at about seven to 10 days. Okay. You know, and then they're in their gear and it's a little bit, you know, yeah. gin, you know, ginger so and stuff actually like not, that. not so bad, right? Right. So, yeah, I, you know, my, you know, my boxer's not so much, okay, but those guys are usually <laughs> in good shape. They don't need lipo. Is the, uh, the tummy tuck, um, time as far as recovery is that similar or yeah that's it, a little more because again you're doing dealing with muscles yes and, so we're yeah. dealing with muscles we're dealing with a, a bigger incision we're dealing with that kind of stuff and again most people are back at, at work uh, you know usually a, you know a couple three weeks okay. and again you're talking to mr conservative here the other thing too is is who am i talking to am i ta- talking to a, a female police officer am i talking to a nurse am right, i talking to a housekeeper and those folks have hard physical twisting jobs uh as opposed to somebody who's sitting at you know pack bell uh, uh, in customer service and that's a plenty hard job to trust me that's more mentally and emotionally uh, exhausting uh, <laughs> yeah, but le- but less but less twisting right and so yeah. what, what especially you- if you get my dad on the phone what do you like most i mean it seems like maybe it's a funny question but what do you enjoy most about being a plastic surgeon what's what's what what's really gets your right your uh well the i think the ability to make a difference Mm -hmm. uh being ability being able to look at something and know that i can not only fix but make a difference in somebody's life and and for example i had uh somebody the other day says you know you changed my life right and I'm like, well, no, I, you know, they say, no, 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 really. He says, you know, because I just got divorced, blah, 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 and I always wanted these, and I always wanted it, and I, I, the, the, I couldn't wear the stuff I wanted to wear, and I couldn't go, I didn't want to go to parties because I didn't want to go to, because one was bigger than the other one, and yeah. one was this, one was that, and so finally we got that all straightened out. And she said, no, 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 you really, you, you really changed my life, and I'm, and so that to me is the reason why I put my hard hat on and bring my lunchbox to work, and I still like going to work and, and, and all that uh, stuff. So, um, and then, um, and then we had an, another uh, patient that, uh, that came in, this was a few uh, months ago. Uh, and, um, 
she was having issues with her implants and she thought she had breast implant illness, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, she was a, a, an avid outdoors, you know, person, et cetera, et cetera. And, but she wasn't able to do that for a long time. And so, and again, when they come to me for that, they usually are, um, they've been through all the doctors and everything else. And it's kind of the last resort. Let's mm-hmm. take the, the implants out. And about 85% of those and I know I select them out, but basically 85% of those that we do feel better. Mm. But she, at the end of all of, uh, of this, uh, uh, she says, uh, you know, Dr. Roth, you saved my life, right? And I'm like, uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, I said, I don't do that anymore. I said, when I was in the uh, the burn unit, maybe, or when I was in trauma, or right. when I was doing general or vascular, yeah, cardiac, yes, of course, that their lives hang in the balance. And, and it's a, yeah. uh, you know, on... Uh, you know, and when I did reconstructive, we would do, uh, we would, uh, on my best day, we would restore a uh, former function. Uh, but I, I said, no, I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. And she says, no, 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 you don't get it. Uh, she says, I couldn't, I wasn't me. Uh, I, I couldn't do what I wanted to do. it affects your whole life. I, 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 I did, wasn't seeing my, my peeps because they wanted to go and do X, Y, and Z, and I was at home. Mm. And she says, uh, yeah, I felt terrible, and I was suicidal, and uh, uh, yeah, I was about to kill myself. Uh-huh. So, and uh, and um, I, I said, what? And uh, she says, yeah. I says, but you did this. I feel better. I'm me again. I'm with my friends again, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, I, so that's a, a, yeah, a bit of an extreme. A lot extreme... of people don't think about that stuff, but actually right. those things for, you know, that, I mean, that could be a very personal, those kind of situations besides just the health effects of the, the breast implant illness. But right. um People that have those issues, I mean, my mom struggled with that too. She has a lot of breast issue or issues with um, breast implants, and that is a devastating thing. If it's not, if you don't feel happy about like looking at yourself in the sure. mirror, and sure, and, and the thing is too is, is uh, and we post stuff on social media, and so social media can be a brutal place, uh, right, sure. a, a, as you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, we uh, even uh, recently is is um. There are folks, and especially uh, gals, that um, you know their ears stick out, and they they don't want to play sports because they don't want to put their hair in a ponytail, okay, or they get made fun of, or girls with who are beautiful girls, and they're still beautiful even though they have a big uh, hump in their nose, yeah. okay, but. It's a problem for them, and they don't like the way they look in pictures. And now everybody's mm-hmm. got a phone on their hip, right? And so, yeah. and, and as guys, we tend to like ah, whatever, but right? Like so, for, but it's you know. it's a deal, right. and, and so with again one operation, you're able to take a hump off, or you're able to pin some ears back, or you're able to go ahead and give somebody their body and confidence back after having kids. Right. Uh, and so for that, making a difference um, for me is a, a big deal, and and I try to do that. Uh, with the medical society, uh, I try to do that. Uh, hopefully, uh, as a husband, as a, and a dad, uh, and as a uh, uh, you know a son and a brother and a, a citizen, I try best I can to go ahead and make a positive impact wherever I can go. But yeah. and, and I thankfully picked a career, and thankfully I got enough training, uh, and I try to emulate the guys that train and gals that train me, mm-hmm. and um, be able to make a difference uh, in that. In that theater, yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's all we can all hope for, right? To make a positive difference in other people's lives, right? So it's very important. I hope so. So that's what turns to answer your question. That's what turns me on is, you know, why do I still like 
going and doing plastic surgery every day because you have the ability, the privilege of being able to make a, a difference. How can uh, folks, if they want to reach you for consults, or I mean, we're based, you're based in Las Vegas. Sure, based, based here in Las Vegas. Uh, we get people from everywhere. Uh, we've... Um, uh, had people from uh, Australia, and they were a lot of fun. The Australians are, are a hoot. Uh, and um, uh, Canadians, everywhere across the the, the states. Um, so, yeah, it's a very international city. Hopefully, it'll be more international soon, sure. you know, again, when, as things come back to normal. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, for us, uh, we are on the World Wide Web at uh, jjrothmd.com, and um, we... I have a, a relatively new website up, so if you find typos, uh, please let us know. Um, <laughs> that's uh, that part. Uh, also, uh, social media, we're we're everywhere, and we're we're getting more and more everywhere as uh, as yeah. things go uh, go on. We're on, and they can find uh, under Las Vegas Plastic Surgery. Under Las Vegas Plastic Surgery, yeah. So uh, so that's uh, Twitter, that's Instagram, that's uh, Facebook. Um, that's uh, LinkedIn. Uh, that's our Google I business know page. So many. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they accept MySpace. Okay, MySpace. You're still, you're still that. Not on, no more MySpace. Not, not, not on Friendster, but. Uh, <laughs> So much, uh, but yeah. So awesome. no, we're 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 all we're all over the place. Awesome. And I think in our next episode, we're going to cover the um, subject of brow lifts, yes. which is another. Yeah. So that uh, so that that's always interesting. Lots of questions on that. So. Yeah. Good. And uh, if you, if people have questions and if there's topics that you would like us to cover, please message us on social or, or at Dr. Ross. Um, website again jjrothmd.com and we're happy to uh cover those subjects that sounds great and then yeah and the podcasts are well everywhere good uh, podcasts are uh which uh podbean uh itunes uh iheart radio, iHeart radio yeah. yeah so just yeah basically everywhere so yeah. uh you know if, within the sound of my voice which is i guess getting larger and larger uh yeah, yeah by all means if you have a, a question or anything yeah let us know All right. Thank you so much for uh, joining us, everybody, and we look forward to seeing you next time. That sounds great. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. For further information, please visit the podcast website link for Dr. Jeffrey Roth. See you next time.